Hi everyone, uh, this is Mark and this is the Mark Hastings Experience and uh, in this podcast uh, I'm going to be talking about everything from poetry to films to uh, TV shows to books and about uh, anything and everything that inspires me and uh, I hope you like what you hear. Hi everyone, this is Mark, and welcome to another episode of the Mark Hastings Experience. And in this episode, I'm going to be talking about one of my favourite films. And today, I'm going to be talking about the 2003 American uh, religious comedy film, Bruce Almighty, uh, which was uh, directed by uh, Tom uh, Shadyak, and stars, of course, uh, Jim Carrey and uh, Morgan Freeman and um, Jennifer Aniston as well uh, as well as uh, Philip Baker Hall and Steve Carell and uh, it's one of the uh, the funniest films that I've ever seen um, it's uh, yeah, an incredible incredible film uh, hilarious but also profound in lots of ways um, and if you're, you're not familiar with the, the storyline of Bruce Almighty, uh, it's about um, a uh, reporter uh, for uh, WKBW TV, uh, which is a, uh, a TV uh, station in Buffalo, New York. And um, at the um, TV network, uh, uh, Bruce Nolan is the uh, field reporter for the Eyewitness News and uh, Bruce Nolan is played by Jim Carrey and uh, even though he loves uh, being a field reporter what he desires more than anything is to become a news anchorman for WKBW uh, but uh, there are other people in contention uh, including uh, his closest rival, uh, Evan Baxter, who's played by uh, Steve Carell. And uh, both uh, Evan and uh, Bruce have had to uh, record a, an interview uh, and submit it. Um, and based on their submissions, uh, the uh, those in charge of the of the network will choose who will take over the anchorman uh, position. And uh, yeah, Bruce uh, he he wants it more than anything, but uh, he hasn't got a lot of faith uh, really. Um, but uh, he's given several indications uh, from um, his boss uh, Jack Baylor. Uh, he's played by Philip Baker Hall, um, uh, one of the producers at the uh, at the news network. That uh, he may be in line to uh, to get the job, uh, uh, but uh, yeah, he's uh, Bruce is, is doesn't have um, that much uh, hope or faith that he he will. But uh, on on the other hand, his um, his girlfriend. Um, Grace, uh, 
uh, Connolly, who's played by Jennifer Aniston, she has all the faith in the world for Bruce. She believes in him. She believes that he can he can do whatever he uh, wants to do. Uh, she thinks he can become the the anchor man um, for the network. Um, and she's really the person who uh, who hasn't got a, a bad word to say about Bruce. And she 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 knows that he's uh, you know. Um, He's kind-hearted and he deserves it, um, but uh, Bruce, he he thinks he he deserves it because um, you know he's 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 better than Evan. You know he 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 doesn't want it on on um, on merit. He he just thinks he deserves it. Um, and but like I said, he's given some indications from. Uh, his immediate boss Jack that uh, he may be in line if he nails a uh, a live broadcast uh, that is going to be uh, broadcast from um, uh, the Maid of the Mist uh, which is a, uh, a boat that uh, um, takes tourists out to uh, Niagara Falls um, in uh, in uh, New York um, so uh, believing that he's he's in line to to get this uh, promotion to be anchorman Bruce um, heads uh, heads out on his assignment and he really has a good feeling that uh, everything is going to work out just as he wants it to and that he hasn't got anything to to worry about uh, but as I say, he struggles with faith, he struggles with self-belief, um, but, uh, his girlfriend Grace, she, she, she has a lot of faith, she believes in God, um, and she even gives, uh, Bruce a, um, a, uh, bracelet of, uh, prayer beads that, uh, the kids at her school where she teaches gave to her, uh, as a as a sign of uh, luck, um, and he takes it, um, and as I say, he's given this opportunity to, to go on a, a live broadcast from Niagara Falls, and he has a lot of uh, uh, self hope and belief. Uh, but the announcement that who is, is in fact going to take the anchor man position is um, closely. Uh, approaching and in fact the decision of who is to take over uh, as the permanent anchorman following the um, the retirement of uh, the old anchorman uh, at the uh, at the network um, and it uh, it comes through right as Bruce is beginning his uh, Report or is about to begin his uh, live broadcast from Niagara Falls, and um, that is when um, the uh, the co uh, anchor person uh, Susan Ortega, who's played by Catherine Bell, uh, announces uh, that the the person who is to be taking over the anchorman position alongside her is in fact Evan Baxter. Uh, played by uh, Steve Carell and 
to, to say that uh, Bruce takes it uh, very badly would be an understatement uh, because for a couple of seconds there when the uh, the, the live the uh, the studio uh, go to his live broadcast he is stumped for words uh, he's completely shocked uh, and when he does start talking he just uh, yeah he goes on a tirade about how uh, Evan Baxter is uh, a backstabber and a everything uh, negative that you could uh, think of which starts with a B uh, and he also uh, picks out one of the uh, the people on the Maid of the Mist uh, who who he was supposed to be interviewing uh, about uh, the Maid of the Mist uh, who he uh, compares to uh, a character from the uh, film uh, Titanic um, the old woman uh, at the beginning of Titanic and uh, yeah he's um, he just absolutely has a an on-air uh, meltdown and uh, <laughs> yeah he uh, oh, he just loses it um, and uh, following this, uh, he is uh, he's d dismissed from the station. Um, and uh, when he's thrown out of the of the station, uh, he sees a, a homeless man being um, accosted by some uh, some uh, a, a gang of uh, a gang of men, and he goes over and to them and says. You know, leave him alone. Um, and when they do leave the uh, the uh, homeless man alone, they start to walk away. Bruce can't help himself but say, uh, "Yeah, you better walk away." And uh, of course, this leads them to come back and uh, uh, run after Bruce and beat him up and uh, throw all the stuff in the cardboard box that. Uh, he'd been given when he'd been thrown out of the station and they uh, poured all on top of him and they scratch his car um, um, and put and engrave the, the word hero in there and this is just a uh, a series of misfortunes that uh, before Bruce um, Others include when he was on his way to the station in the morning that, you know, the traffic was terrible, he couldn't get there, uh, and he just wonders why is it me, why me, why me, and, uh, and following his dismissal from the station, of course, he goes home, and he's not happy, he, he's frustrated, and, uh, he actually takes his frustrations out on his girlfriend, Grace, uh, he makes a cry, and basically says you don't know what it you don't understand you know this is about me it's not about you and yeah he really does show how selfish he can be um that all his attention all his focus has been about getting this anchorman position and he's not really been he doesn't really care about um the fact that grace has been helping him through all this she's been you know she wants the best for him and he doesn't care and you know, he turns it all on him and he says, you know, you don't understand and he just 
he thinks she's giving him a guilt trip um, and he just picks up his keys walks out of the apartment and uh, yeah he, he goes uh, for a drive um, and uh, you know and he goes in this tirade about God saying that uh, you know he's doing a, a bad job and he, if anyone should be fired it's him um, and uh, following this um, uh, uh, Bruce uh, uh, starts to receive uh, uh, some messages on his pager uh, that uh, ask him to call back uh, a specific phone number uh, which is 555-0123 uh, but every time his pager beeps he uh, disregards it and at one point he gets the pager and he throws it out the window it falls into the street and it breaks and it gets run over by uh, cars and you would think after after that it would no longer work but uh, once again his beeper uh, um, beeps with the same number and Bruce decides to call the number you know because uh, it feels like you know why why not uh, uh, what has he got to lose uh, so he calls the number and he hears this um, pre-recorded message which directs him to a uh, to an address uh, where there will be a job offer for him uh, that he won't want to uh, refuse um, so he arrives at the address that he was given, uh, which is outside of a, uh, a white, um, warehouse. Uh, while he's, uh, just before he walks in, he actually steps in a puddle, uh, and it soaks, uh, the pants leg of his, um, right, uh, right leg. And he just thinks, well, you know, this is another, you know, another reason why God hates me and uh, hates him I should say and you know he yeah it's all about God he thinks God is not on his side that uh, you know he's he's the one who's uh, the uh, who's a joke to God and God's just making him suffer for no reason however when Bruce goes into the warehouse uh, um, he uh First of all, runs into what looks like a janitor who is uh, cleaning the floor, uh, who says that uh, uh, you need to go up to the seventh floor. Um, and uh, Bruce says, I'll take the elevator. And the uh, janitor says, no, no, the, the elevator's out of, out of service. You have to take the stairs. And uh, then when Bruce takes the stairs and he goes to the next level, um, he sees uh, what appears to be an electrician uh, who's gone up a ladder, um, and he's repairing a, a light in the in the ceiling. Um, and but uh, eventually, and the person who's fixing the light looks just like the person who was uh, just previously uh, washing the floor on the the, the level below, uh, and eventually. The uh, the uh, African American uh, looking man 
reveals to Bruce that uh, he's in fact the same person, the, the one who is cleaning the floor is the same person who is uh, uh, fixing the very bright light in the, in the ceiling um, and that he is in fact God. And of course God is played by Morgan Freeman. Great casting I have to say. Morgan Freeman is one of my favourite actors I have to say and he's absolutely brilliant in his role as God. Um, and uh, at first Bruce doesn't believe that God is God. Um, and uh, you know he just continues to go on that you know God doesn't uh, care about him. He's put him through you know all this. He, he had all the, the stuff he's been through and you know, he, he doesn't really care. Um, but uh, this is when God uh, gives Bruce an offer that he can't refuse. And he says that if he thinks it's so easy being God, then why doesn't he ever go? So God uh, offers Bruce his powers uh, to prove uh, whether he's doing a good job correctly. Um, uh, but uh, God says to Bruce that you can have my powers uh, but there are two things that you can't do you can't tell others that you have God's powers uh, nor can you use uh, the powers of God to alter free will because people have to be allowed to make their own choices in life um, and at first you know Bruce doesn't really believe God has given him his powers uh, but then when he leaves the warehouse um, uh, and he walks over the same puddle that he walked him to uh, and he which splashed his leg he walks over the water um, and then uh, Bruce goes to a, a, a coffee shop and uh, the, the waitress there asks him if he wants some uh, coffee um, and then asks him if he wants some soup and uh, uh, Bruce uh, uh, appears to use some of these uh, powers that he now has um, you know pulling a cup to uh, his hand and uh, he even parts uh, this bowl of uh, tomato soup that he's been given just like uh, God uh, is uh, uh, reputed to have done um, in the uh, in the uh, in the Bible when he parted the Red Sea uh, so there's a lot of um, biblical uh, uh, images that are uh, depicted in a certain way within the film and uh, Following all these uh, these seeming uh, seemingly miracle acts, uh, these extraordinary acts that could not uh, occur if Bruce didn't, in fact, have the the powers of God, Bruce becomes uh, uh, convinced that he is now God. He's the new God, and that's when he leaves the uh, coffee shop. He starts to strut down the down the street uh, to the uh, to the song uh, "I've Got the Power" by Snap, um, 
uh, he starts to do all these uh, uh, random extraordinary things he uh, goes to uh, a shop window and he sees a, uh, some clothes that he likes and uh, he immediately transforms into wearing what he saw and then he bumps into the same gang that was accosting the homeless man outside um, the uh, TV station where he worked um, and uh, he uh, shows his uh, divine powers by uh, uh, making a, um, a monkey come out of uh, one of the uh, butts of one of the gang members um, and then he causes a swarm of bees to come out of his mouth to uh, chase the other gang members away and uh oh it's uh had this so so many hilarious moments uh in the film and uh jim carrey just incredible uh it's one of his best performances i i have to say um as uh as bruce uh nolan but uh oh yeah i've been in stitches watching this film so many times uh, it's hilarious um and then Bruce goes back to his apartment um, and uh, he goes to uh, to talk to his girlfriend Grace and uh, he uh, woos her immediately after he gets home, he kisses her, he says that uh, they should have a, a night that they won't forget. He goes out to their bedroom, he grabs a hold of the the moon uh, and he, he pulls the moon closer to the earth he uh, um, stimulates his girlfriend Gra uh, Grace in ways that she finds desirable and then they have a, uh, a, a night uh, to remember uh, all accompanied by the soothing voice of uh, the one and only uh, um, oh yeah just hilarious uh, uh, Barry White I should say I was just imagining everything that Bruce does in that scene when he goes home to his, his girlfriend and he puts Barry White on the on the stereo and he takes off his all of his clothing within a second oh hilarious um, but uh yeah, so they have a, a great night, you could say. Uh, and then when he uh, he he wakes up, um, uh, he finds uh, ways uh, around uh, uh, the town of Buffalo, New York, to cause uh, miraculous events to take place. And uh, he hopes that uh, he can get his job back if he can uh, film all of these miraculous events happening and that will convince the his old network to rehire him so he decides to um, uh, make these miraculous things happen such as um, discovering the body of uh, Jimmy Hoffa uh, uh, and he just happens to have a video camera there 
to film him reporting from the scene. Um, he causes a meteor to uh, hit the earth. Um, and uh, uh, this constant wave of uh, reporting on all of these miraculous events uh, leads to uh, leads to Bruce being called Mr. Exclusive and he's called back into the office of his old boss uh, at his old um, uh, station and uh, they offer him uh, a job there to uh, continue to cover these miraculous events which of course he's the cause of but he's all the old rivalry that he has with um, Evan Baxter rears its uh, head again uh, because now Evan is the uh, the news anchor at the station and uh, as a way of getting back at Evan uh, Bruce uh, causes Evan to embarrass himself live on air by causing him to spout nonsense and to talk in a squeaky voice and uh, oh, it's another such a hilarious scene oh, and poor Steve uh, Carell he uh, he, uh, he really uh, um, he really has to depict Evan as if he's just basically lost his mind and he's uh, um, oh, hilarious hilarious scene I have to say um, um, but um, and of course this at this moment uh, Bruce and Grace's relationship is better than it's ever been you know they're um, they're happy in many ways and uh, you know he's really uh, appearing to have become a success um, and as a result of Evan's uh, complete um, uh, on-air crash you know where he made a fool of himself the network offers the anchorman position to Bruce and uh, Bruce takes his girlfriend Grace out for dinner uh, at uh, one of the most uh, exclusive uh, restaurants in Buffalo and uh, Grace is convinced that Bruce is going to uh, propose to her but in fact what uh, Bruce uh, was always intending to do and what makes him the most emotional is that he wanted to tell Grace that he got the anchor position and of course this breaks her heart um, and she's She's very disappointed, um, and while they're having dinner, that is when Bruce um, starts to hear voices in his head, and and um, <coughs> excuse me, these voices uh, turn out to be the prayers of everybody within the Buffalo, uh, New York region, who are praying to God for something that they that they want that they desire um, and uh, Bruce is overwhelmed by this and this causes uh, God to um, reappear and explain to Bruce 
that uh, the voices that he's hearing are in fact prayers meant for God and that they are for Bruce to deal with um, so it's all down to Bruce what he's going to do so Bruce decides um, firstly to um, uh, depict all these prayers which are like over a million at one point into files within filing cabinets but they completely fill his uh, apartment um, then he decides to make all of these prayers into post-it notes and it, they cover every wall and every uh, spare uh, centimeter within his apartment and that doesn't work out either and then uh, Bruce comes up with the ingenious uh, idea to computerize all of the prayers uh, into an email like system called Yahweh uh, which is also another word for uh, God um, uh, so that he can uh, receive all these prayers and respond to them um, but the the influx of all these prayers is just overwhelming um, and you know he he attempts to uh, respond to them all uh, as fast as he can you know his fingers move faster than uh, you can ever uh, see um, and uh, he seems to be having a great time you know doing things uh, as fast as uh, as fast as lightning but um, even after he's answered you know over a million maybe prayers and he's responded to them another three million arrive um, uh, and this is when Bruce decides to just give everybody what they want and he just puts yes to all of the prayers so that everybody just gets whatever they want no matter what they've asked for um, um, and then um, Bruce uh, um, whose relationship with uh, Grace uh, is um, being tested in lots of ways. Um, Bruce uh, attends a party, um, which is supposedly supposed to be celebrating his promotion to the anchorman position. Um, and he leaves a message for Grace, uh, who is uh, who is at home, um, um, trying to get her to come, and he uh, arranges for their dog Sam uh, who uh, he had uh, trained with his godly powers to uh, go to the bathroom in the actual human bathroom to pee within the the toilet rather than peeing up the armchair which he usually likes to do um, even though Bruce did, has attempted on many occasions to try and get Sam to pee outside where he's supposed to but uh, uh, Sam just continues to pee uh, in the living room of the, the armchair but uh, uh, Bruce uh, uses his now divine powers to make sure that uh, Sam goes to the bathroom in the bathroom and uh, on a couple of occasions Grace walks into the bathroom expecting no one to be there and she sees Sam there acting and peeing like a human and it's kind of disconcerting for her at first uh, 
but so yeah um so bruce is at this party which is filled with a lot of uh people from the station all there wishing to um say good luck to uh bruce uh and then finally grace arrives after she's convinced uh by bruce uh in a couple of ways to an influence to, to try and go to to make an appearance at the party uh however when she arrives uh she finds bruce kissing uh his new uh co-anchor uh susan ortega because where before Susan didn't want anything to do with Bruce, she just completely uh, uh, didn't react to him if he was in the room. Now she wants something a lot to do with him. She's attracted to him, and um, yeah, she takes this opportunity to kiss him while he's in a bedroom trying to call Grace. Uh, but yeah, as I say, Grace walks past the the door, sees and kissing and she just storms out um and uh that is seemingly the end of bruce and uh, grace's relationship because she's hurt by excuse me what bruce has done and she just thinks that they're just um you know they've, they're just they've um They've just it's better for them to live apart so grace goes to um live with her sister uh debbie connolly who's played by lisa ann walter and um yeah they they live separate lives um but uh and and bruce tries any anything that he can he can do to try and convince Grace um, to get back with him. He goes to her school where she teaches and he tries to manipulate her free will into loving him again. Uh, and she basically says, I did love you, you know, and he just wants it easy. He doesn't want to have to put the effort in, I suppose. Uh, but as a result of. Um, all of the things that Bruce has been doing, you know, answering all of the the prayers of everybody and basically giving everybody what they want, the town of Buffalo, New York, falls into chaos because some people, uh, quite a lot of people, are asked to win the lottery, and uh, everybody won the lottery. Basically, about four thousand people who wanted to win the lottery won the lottery. Uh, and you would think that if you won the lottery, you'd win millions, right? But because so many people won the lottery at one go, everybody just ended up walking away with $17 rather than, you know, $1.7 million. Uh, so this causes people to start to, uh, you know, uh, attack some of the... Uh, the cafes and the stores in Buffalo, and they surround the uh, the TV station on the day that Bruce is supposed to be making his first um, Anchorman um, report. Uh, but the the power goes out because there have been some power cuts occurring because of the uh, meteor strike that Bruce caused. 
Um, so all of this that is happening, all the chaos, is all due to Bruce's past actions. Everything that he caused to happen. And um, it's even reported on the news that uh, some people actually believe that the apocalypse, the end of the world, is nearing. Um, uh, because of all these uh, meteor strikes and the... The the, the 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 upheaval that people uh, are um, seem to be causing and um, yeah it's it's everything's not great. There's riots in the streets and Bruce can't take it. He you know he's up to he's reached his limit. He, the, you know he's uh, he can't he doesn't know what to do. Um, so Bruce once again asks for God's uh, help and God appears and he explains to Bruce that he cannot solve all, solve all the problems in the world and um, that Bruce uh, needs to figure out a way himself and Bruce um, uh, goes back home um, to the the computer system that he'd uh, created to answer all of the prayers of everybody and instead of just saying yes to everybody he decides based on God's um, influence uh, what God suggested he suggest he goes out into the world and tries to help people um, however he can just with personal interactions, very small interactions, small actions, but that could be beneficial in the long run. Um, but one of the, and this is caused uh, as a result of Bruce going back to his email system and reading a prayer that Grace is giving, and it all revolves around Bruce. Um, and she's and he immediately goes to where Grace is and he looks through the window of the house um, where she's staying with her, her sister and he sees her praying to God basically saying that she loves Bruce but she wishes she didn't because he just continues to hurt her um, and um, she basically says that she doesn't want to be in love with him anymore um, and this really shocks Bruce, um, and, um, he basically just gives up and he go, walks out went into a, a rainy night, um, alone on a, on a dark highway and, uh, he sees this light approaching him and he believes that it's, it's God at first but in fact it's a uh, it's a truck the headlights of a truck which hits Bruce and seemingly kills him knocks him out and when Bruce awakens he thinks that he's in heaven and uh, he approaches God who is there wearing his white suit uh, which he's been wearing uh, or his white attire that uh, he's been wearing every time that Bruce has seen him and this is when Bruce basically says to God, take it all back. You can have your powers back. Um, and, you know, he doesn't want them anymore. He just wants to go back. He just, 
what he wants more than anything is for Grace to be happy. If if she's happier without him, then so be it. You know, she's he basically says to God that he wants to stop thinking about himself. He doesn't care about himself, he just cares about Grace. What's best for her? And if she's better off without him, then you know, then she should find someone else. Um and uh, God says that I think you made the right choice um, in not so many words and uh, this is when God uh, sends Bruce back to his body Bruce awake awakens while lying in the in the in the high on the highway uh, surrounded by people um, he's taken to a hospital uh, where uh, he can uh, be assisted with his recovery and this is when um, Grace arrives and she sees how injured he is and uh, how much he has suffered and she's you know she's distraught she's, she didn't ever, didn't ever want to see him the way that she she sees him you know he's beaten broken um, but, uh, they, they both realise that, uh, they, they still love each other, um, and then soon after, when Bruce, uh, leaves hospital, we find him once again, um, uh, reporting, uh, as, uh, one of the eyewitness, uh, reporters at the, the TV network, um, Evan uh, is back in place as uh, the anchorman at the station based on uh, Bruce's recommendation. Um, and yeah, Bruce is at a, uh, a local uh, blood drive um, where the uh, there is a, a bakery there uh, who have baked a, a cookie that looks like a syringe. Um, it's the same bakery, in fact, that Bruce... Uh, we see Bruce reporting from right at the beginning of the film when they were creating the biggest cookie in Buffalo and right at the end of the film they create a cookie just as big but it's uh, shaped uh, in the, the form of a syringe and while he's reporting at this blood drive um, this is where he announced to everybody everybody uh, at home and everybody around him at the blood drive that uh, he and Grace are now engaged um, and uh, this is when he finally decides to stop taking things too seriously um, stop driving to try and be better than anybody else um, and basically just try to take every step every day as it comes and to take as much pleasure as he can in the simple stories of the people that he gets to meet while doing the job that he loves doing the most and um, then that's the end of the film and right at the as the credits roll we get to see some outtakes uh, from the film featuring um, uh, Steve Carell and Jim Carrey um, uh, you know breaking 
uh, laughing and uh, uh, Jennifer Aniston and a lot of the characters we see throughout the film uh, corpsing as they call it um, laughing because they're making mistakes but uh, yeah what a great film um, I, I saw it again just recently after after years and uh, it's it, re it made me laugh so hard uh, just as it it does and it, it as it always does and it always did every time that I've, I've watched it um, and uh, oh it's hilarious hilarious film that some of the things that Bruce does uh, I mean when they're when he and Grace are having dinner at uh, one of the most prestigious restaurants in Buffalo he gets uh, Tony Bennett to appear the actual Tony Bennett appears to, to sing for them um, and uh, yeah discovery of Jimmy Hoffa and oh, so many laugh out loud moments throughout the film um, and uh, yeah it's, it's one of my favourite films because it's um, yeah it's, it really is uh, just hilarious and I think the casting of, uh, of Morgan Freeman as, uh, as God um, is uh, is brilliant you know really really brilliant profound as well I think uh, as I said it's it's um, an entertaining film but it's also a profound film the more that you you look at it the more that you analyze it the more that you you understand that it's there's a lesson there for everybody um, in the in the film and one of the one of the most important lessons is to uh, be grateful for what you've got in life um, just uh, be grateful for all the, the blessings that you have and um, don't try and um, force something that uh, doesn't feel natural and the, the, and also to uh, be grateful for who you have in your life uh, rather than what you don't have and uh, yeah to find the place where you're needed and to find the, the place and um, just choose to be with the people who um, who love you and who uh, understand um, what's so special about you, whereas other people can't. They just see opportunity. Uh, but yeah, I think uh, it's a it's a film that uh, is just um, has many levels to it, uh, but uh, it's. Uh, it's yeah hilarious one of one of Jim Carrey's best films um, and uh, it's one that I, I I always love to watch over and over again um, and every time I do it's, uh, it uh, leaves me with a smile on my face um, but yeah yeah so I think I'm gonna leave it there for now um, uh, just want to say if you haven't seen Bruce Almighty uh, which you may not have done uh, then I would definitely suggest that you check it out. Uh, it's it's really really funny, um, really enjoyable, um, and uh, you won't be disappointed uh, if you choose to watch it. Um, but yeah, so uh, just want to say uh, thank you for listening. Uh, hope you like what you heard, and I'll talk to you again soon.
If you like what you heard in uh, this episode of uh, the Mark Hastings Experience, um, and if you want to check out some more of my poetry, um, then you uh, you can head over to markthepoet.me, uh, which is my website, and you'll find uh, lots of the poems that I've written over the years. Um, if you want to uh, check out some of my poetry uh, in uh, book form, uh, and go to Amazon and you'll find um, all 10 of my books that I've had published. Um, they're all books of poetry, um, uh, books of stories, uh, books of uh, memories and uh, experiences. Um, and there'll be more to come. And uh, if you would love to um, contribute uh, to... Uh, to the podcast then you can do so by heading over to patreon and searching for mark the poet and uh your uh, your support would be greatly appreciated um but uh, as i was saying i hope you liked what you heard in this uh, episode um and i'll talk to you again soon